Hello, cuties. Welcome back to the Royal Diaries. My name is Ginger Nichelle, and I am your fashionista godmother today. <laughs> we are here to talk all things fashion, glam life of fashion that you all want to live and be a part of, my darlings. And we are just going to have some candid talk because I feel like we need some candid talk up in here. So... <laughs> Today we're going to talk about, are fashion shows worth it? Are they worth your time, your energy, your your pain, your crying, your money? Are they worth creating? All of that. I'm going to kind of go over the pros and cons of having a fashion show. And then you can kind of decide whether you want one or you don't. <laughs> so let's jump on in and talk about our fashion shows worth it. First, I want to talk about what is a fashion show. A fashion show is a place where you can put all your clothing items on display for an audience. I mean, in short, that's pretty much what it is. You put on a show um, showing off all of the hard work that you did uh, as a designer creating your collection. And if somebody had to create you as a clothing line, that's what you'll be showing off to everyone. So who attends these fashion shows? You know, your first is probably friends and family. <laughs> are probably there to support you and be there for you. Other people are people who just love fashion in general. They love going to shows, seeing them. But who you really want there are people that are going to be buying from you. Uh, you want to see people that are going to be looking at your clothing to either write about as a blog post, write about or talk about in a podcast, YouTube video. You definitely want basically buyers there. That's kind of like the main thing because you, if you want to get into stores and boutiques, you're going to be definitely wanting buyers. You're definitely going to want stylists that can put your clothing on the right people so you can gain more visibility in your market so people can know who you are, what you're doing, and all of that. So you definitely want those type of people there in addition to the people that just love fashion and just love you know you and your work you definitely want people there that are going to help promote your brand i get this question a lot as well of who puts on these fashion shows there are big companies obviously that do new york fashion week la fashion week i think there's only two kind of big companies that do it. For those ones, there are big companies. I don't really recommend to do those as your first <laughs> first time as a designer. Um, you definitely want to more go on the indie circuit. You want to do smaller shows so you can get a feel of how they're supposed to be, what to expect. You know, you don't want to be in over your head. Um, also, those shows that are done like in Bryant Park and things like that are really expensive. I looked it up. It's a good 20, 30 grand just to be a part of the show, which doesn't include models, hair, makeup, photography, video, all of those things. Um, if you go more on the indie circuit where it's production companies that do shows or people that, you know, maybe they have a venue and they just want to have a show in their venue because they think, you know, to garner more people to their place, whatever, whatever it is, you know, 
individual people can do it as well. But typically it is like a production company um, that has contacts for, you know, models, makeup artists, hair, photographers, videographers that they use. So you pay a fee to be a designer. I think the most I paid was probably $650 as a designer. Some are less than that, some are more than that. Also different production companies offer different packages. Most of the time they do offer models, hair, makeup for you so you don't have to worry about any of those things. They have a pool of people that you pull from and everything is taken care of. Uh, and you get photography that's on the runway and you get a video of your runway show. Typically they're raw videos. Some give you an edited version, others give you raw. I've done both, but usually a lot of things are included. Um, the shows that I've done where there is no fee, those shows I've had to find my own model, um, usually bring someone that I know as a helper that knows how to do makeup. So at least they can do eye makeup. You know, the models do their own foundation blush, but at least they have someone to do eye makeup and put on lashes, you know, so those ones are a little bit different um, and usually smaller. I've done shows in LA, New York, and, you know, all around LA. <laughs> so that's how I kind of find who um, does shows. You can, you know, Google, you can watch videos, you can see, you know, the type of shows they produce. And you want to think about that before you pay into it. Do you like what you see? Um, if that's something that you like, then then you can go in and potentially participate in that show. And now I want to talk about what the fashion show prep looks like. You know, I want to talk about what goes into creating your own collection. I do have another podcast that really goes more in depth about what goes into creating your collection. Um, but for the Cliff Notes part of that, you know, you do have to create your mood board, your figure out your colors, figure out your fabric swatches that you plan on using. You're going to figure out your silhouettes. Um, you're going to figure out what, what you want to present with this collection. But with fashion shows, you also want to think about, you know, a really head to toe look like what their hair is going to look like, what their makeup's going to look like, how what their facial expressions should be, what their shoes are going to look like, if they're going to wear any accessories, what's that going to look like? Using me as an example, I always want to make sure that my models have a very Barbie look, so they all pretty much wear the same wig because I want them to look like a Barbie. They're all the same, almost like they're the, all the same person. <laughs> they always have a colorful wig. Um, when I can, sometimes shows you have to share models and you can do it. But for the most part, I like everybody in a wig. Um, you know, shoes, I either do pretty much nude or a pink heel or a colorful heel, bright jewelry, um, usually a pink lip, really pink blush, things like that. So I know kind of basic of what I want my girl to look like. That's what I think about when I'm doing a fashion show. Uh, you also want to think about choosing your models. So if the models aren't provided by the production company that's putting it on or the convention that's putting it on or the person that's putting it on and you have to find your own models, there are various places where you can post looking for models, you know, Facebook, Facebook groups, um, Model Mayhem, Craigslist. There's plenty of places where you can post where you need models. 
Uh, you just want to make sure that you're picking models that look like the girl that you want. You want to make sure that you're picking models for the person that is your target market. So if you also want to make sure to pick models that will best represent your clothing. So it's nothing personal if the model is a five foot two girl, you could probably use this model for a photo shoot. But if you have something where you're making a ball gown or a really long evening gown or really long pants or something in that nature, you definitely don't want to have someone that's 5'2 and, you know, they look extremely short in the dress. You really want to make sure you do it properly where you have someone that is going to wear your clothes well. Sometimes models do fudge their measurements. So even if you do meet them or have a fitting, you definitely want to measure them and make sure that they are who they say they are <laughs> um, fit wise. Definitely want to keep those things in mind when you are looking for models. So after the fashion show is over, your main goal is to really sell your line, um, whether it's to individual customers, if it's to get your line on you know, celebrities, or you want to find a stylist that can really work with you. If you want to promote to buyers, fashion blogs, things like that, you really want to sell your line. So after the show is where you are going to want to get a lifestyle photo shoot done. You're going to want to really sit down and get your line sheets in order or get a lookbook in order or something similar so that you can really launch and sell your line. Um, you're going to want, you know, to get really good edited photos. I say lifestyle shoot because it can be, you know, it, you might not have it for your website. You might just be doing a lookbook. So you don't really need stagnant front back side photos. You can just really have group photos or, just photos where it's kind of showing off the garment, but it's more about the mood that you're trying to carry over someone doing a front backside. But you definitely want the photos to show the clothing. You don't want a picture of a model and, you know, she's either hiding behind a tree, so you really only see her face or you only see her legs in the photo. Like those are good kind of mood photos, but that shouldn't be your only photo of that garment. You definitely want to make sure you get good photos for this. So after you've had your show, had your two and a half, three minutes of fashion show, you wonder, you know, is it worth it? The cost of everything depends on what your budget is. I've done shows that are, they're just looking for designers, so it's free, but you still need to consider um, buying fabric. If you're not making it yourself, paying someone to make it after you've bought the fabric, or if you're doing manufacturing, let's say like you're doing a small manufacturing, you got to think about that as well, because um, everything has a price <laughs> for that. Typically, most shows don't let you do like wholesale. If you're showing that you're buying from a vendor and you're just rebuying, that's typically not the case for fashion shows unless it's, you know, an individual, but they, they really want designers that are designing their clothes, not a buyer that's buying for their own boutique or merchandiser, basically, is kind of what you would be if you're buying wholesale 
um, items from vendors and just buying them wholesale and marking them up. So you have to think about that. You can think about the cost of if you have to hire makeup artists, hairstylists, models, photographers, videographers to get all usable shots and, you know, to really make your collection look as professional as possible, you might want to factor that in as well as traveling. I mean, if you are not doing a show that's in your city, if you have to travel for it, you have to think about that as well. Traveling for me, traveling for to New York to do New York Fashion Week. Uh, you know, I have to get either a hotel or Airbnb situation, um, transportation on, you know, the subway or Ubers or lifts and things like that. So all of those things are <laughs> included when I do a fashion show. So, I mean, you really have to think is, you know, is the money worth it to you? Is the time and effort and the tears and all of those things, is that really worth it? You'll do shows sometimes also that the right people are not there. You know, everyone in the audience are friends and family of the people that are showing the show, or they're just people that just were like, "Mm, well, I'm here anyway. I'll go take a look at the fashion show. Why not? And, you know, that that might be your audience. So you might not even have the right audience that you want or even expected to be in this show. So that might be an issue as well, because now you more have to, instead of talking to people that are there, you're going to have to sell your collection after the fact. You might not get good photos that you could use to maybe do just a lookbook or line sheet from the runway. You might actually have to do a separate shoot now because maybe the photos didn't come out that great or maybe the video didn't come out that great. So now you have to do something separate. Those are just things that happen, um, I guess is the thing. Uh, I've done shows where they say, yeah, you know, there'll be a photographer and they'll take pictures and things like that. But sometimes I haven't gotten any (laughs) photos back. I've just gotten nothing. So you definitely want to consider all of those things as a possibility, because even though there might be a photographer, they might have sent the production company the photos, but maybe the production company posted a few of them on their website and then never sent you the rest. You don't, you know, you really don't know the situation. And if you are the type a person that really always wants to create something, a new collection each time you do a fashion show. And I am one of those people. So (laughs) I am also guilty of this. Uh, You definitely want to think about that cost as well. I mean, to offset that, you can use, you know, other things that you've made in the past and maybe blend that into a new collection. And it still kind of makes sense or, you know, not do so many shows, you know, stick to, I'm only going to do two a year or a major one a year and a bunch of free ones, things like that you want to think about. You also want to make sure that you really do bring extra items, even because some models might just not be able to fit in something that you have. Like there just is no model that can fit in it. So you have to bring extra items. So maybe you don't show that particular item, but you show other things. You have to consider all those things (laughs) to consider if it's worth it. Um, I will say that in conclusion, they are a lot of fun. Um, They are very stressful. There's always things going wrong backstage. There's always someone not showing up. There's always someone who doesn't have shoes. There's always someone that doesn't fit into something. It's always chaos backstage. There's always things kind of going everywhere. You know, they won't play the the right music that you had picked out. There's just a lot of things that can go wrong. 
Um, and they will go wrong. That's just how things go in fashion shows. I have never done a fashion show where it's been perfect backstage. I've done some where people are very nice and apologetic and helping and they're, you know, they're willing to make everything perfect as possible, but I've never done a perfect show. Um, there's also been times where I've done terrible shows and I'm like, well, never again. I'm good. <laughs> but I would say it's it's not worth it if you're going to be doing a new collection, new fashion show, every collection, and you're paying to be in every show because I don't think you'll be getting, unless every time you do a show, you're getting return on that show, but typically you don't. Typically, it's really something to have under your belt, something to have a good experience. You'll maybe meet some good, you know, some good people that really like your designs, really liked you. Uh, but it's not going to be, it's definitely not going to be something where I would say is sustainable for a, any brand to really sit and do fashion shows every month, <laughs> you know, and creating a collection. It's just, it's too much. Um, you're, you're better off really creating a collection and putting that money into doing a lifestyle shoot or a uh, video a video shoot or a commercial or just doing the shoot and having a lookbook or line sheets. You're, you're kind of better off doing that. But if you really do feel like you want to do shows, you want to do them a lot, look for local ones, look for ones that you don't have to pay or the fee is very small or, you know, you can save money in different ways where it's local to you. So you don't, you can go home at the end of the day. You don't have to try to find a place to stay, you know, food, travel, all of those things you have to consider. Now I do, I will do a bunch of shows in LA, but I will do things where even if I make a new collection, um, I'll blend in things from a previous collection because maybe I only ended up making four new things, but I needed at least six to be in this show. So I just pull two looks that I've made before and I go from there. That's my advice for this situation. You can take it however you need to take it and leave the rest. But I think it is a very good way to get experience doing a fashion show. But I wouldn't say that it's sustainable for anyone to constantly keep doing them as a brand. You don't really need to constantly do fashion shows to stay relevant. It's just something that's nice to do. You get to meet people, network with other designers, other models, you know, bloggers, buyers, stylists, merchandisers, things like that. But it won't happen at every show. You just want to pick and choose when you can and enjoy it and have fun and enjoy <laughs> how they work. Or, you know, hopefully you won't not enjoy it and then never do it again. Hopefully you always continually enjoy it at some point. But I, I would definitely not recommend to do any high level show as a first time designer or fashion show. Do get some under your belt first so you know how they work. Because even if you think, oh, well, if I pay more money, I'm paying more money. These people are more professional. Now, you know <laughs> that it's not true. How many times have you paid for something that you paid a lot of money for and you were disappointed with the quality of it because you thought, hey, if I pay more, that means I'm getting quality. That's not always the case. Fashion shows are also notoriously late. So... If you are a person that is very about being on time, you're not going to have a good time because fashion shows are notorious for being late. 
So really consider everything that I've said. Consider if it's worth it for you, for your brand. Also keep in mind, it's not necessary to be a relevant brand um, to have a fashion show. That's not true. Um, You can be a relevant brand and never do a show in your whole career and be fine. (laughs) So that's all that I have for you today on this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please give a like and subscribe to this podcast and feel free to shout out this podcast to anyone that you feel like needs hear this candid advice and needs to hear any of this foe about what it's like being a designer in LA and just not sure where to start. Uh, you can find me online at lroyaltyclothing.com and that has access to all my other Insta, Twitter, Facebook, social media accounts. And you can find me on YouTube as well. Um, as El Royalty Clothing and the Royal Diaries if you want to see (laughs) my bubbly personality on video. But other than that, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Royal Diaries. I hope it was super helpful. Let me know if you have any other topics you have questions about and you need a podcast or video about, and I will definitely consider making it if I have the answers for it. So (laughs) thank you once again. Um, I'm Ginger Nichelle. Stay cute and stay unique. Okay, bye.